0: Welcome to the Everyday is Saturday podcast, the number 1 motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion, so make sure you are fastened in tight. Let's go Can you mention God and still be a successful? I'm trying to say it without laughing. And still be a successful entrepreneur? Oh boy, do we got a great show for you today, my friend? It's Sunday. So you know I like to preach the word a little bit. I am a Christian. I do believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. I believe the Holy Spirit lives inside of me and inside of you. But. Let's kind of peel the onion back a little bit. Let's dive into this. I don't even know if peel the onion is an appropriate term when you're talking about God. You know what, though? You know what's funny? God loves you in all of your imperfections. Can I get an amen from the congregation on at least that? He loves you no matter what you do. You're already saved. So I'm going to dive into it because the question I get a lot is... And I just had a amazing um, client came on board yesterday, filled out the application, booked the call... And he asked me this question. He asked me, he said, "Sam, do you ever get pushback when you mention God in your podcast?" I was like, "Not really. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure maybe I've lost a subscriber or ten thousand because of God. Let me just put it to you this way, and this is about as succinctly as I can put it: Would I deny God in order to gain a podcast listener? (laughs) Would I deny knowing Jesus?" in order to make a dollar now i'm going to flip this because you're probably not going to believe it. my business has actually thrived since i sent that email out three years ago i lost 39,000 people off my email list by sending one email because i wanted to give a praise report about how god has saved our family my marriage my children everybody he's just stepped in and just saved everything you know and i'm not saying i'm any better than you or he saved me more than he saved you come on that's not even what i'm saying what I'm saying is, I sent that email out, and oh boy, some of the people replying back. Now, most of the replies were, "Oh my God, Sam, thank you, I appreciate that." Amen, praise God, God is good all the time. All that. I uh, got a few though that were like just nasty. I won't repeat them because no need to give energy to that. You just know what people say, right, about that. So when I was chatting with this gentleman yesterday who came on board as a client, I said, "Let me tell you to this way. I have brought on." the most amazing clients as a result of professing my faith. Now, when you listen to this podcast, you know I don't mention God. Like maybe every now and again I do. But you also know that Jesus is working inside my business. Like if you if I feel this is my belief, I want God in my business. Like I want God in my business because I can't do this alone. Are you kidding me? Where do you turn to when The sales are lower, the expenses are higher, adversity hits. Ain't nowhere to turn. And it's not my money anyway. It's God's money. I'm just here to try to be a good steward of it. And sometimes I screw that up as well. So do you. Not a big deal. We get up, we dust ourselves off. You know what I'll never be, though? You know what I will never be? I'll never be a hypocrite. I'll never be that Christian hypocrite. You've, You've heard me on this podcast mention the advice I've got from Chris. I can't believe you. And then just fill in the blank and they quote Revelations or some book in the Bible that they don't even know anything about. And they try to judge you like you will never be judged harder than you will be by a fellow Christian. If you choose to follow the Christian faith, it will be the hardest thing you do because of the hypocrites. And my definition of a hypocrite, and this may not be Webster's definition, here's my definition. You watch porn and get off on porn and then you go tell me about how bad it was that I swore on social media. Oh, okay. So your sin of being addicted to pornography is better than my sin of swearing. Okay. There's where it is. You see, Christians are really good at saying, my sin's better than your sin. My sin's better than yours. That's crazy. No sin. You know, if you look, there are 10 commandments. Lying is a commandment. So here's an example of lying. Hey, I'll be over there in 15 minutes. You know you can't be there in less than 30 because you know it's traffic is crazy this time of day just saying it to placate that other person. That's a lie. That's viewed upon just as bad as murder in the Bible. So your little there's no such thing as a little white lie, like I was taught in Saint Bernard's the whole Catholic religion. You know, by the way, Christianity is not a deeds driven religion. You can't earn your way into heaven. You've already been given that once you accepted Christ in your heart. It's already been given to you. You can't you can't do a deed. There are no ten hail Marys and an Our Father. That does not that does not get you closer to God. You know what gets you closer to God? Leaning on him and letting him know that you cannot do this on your own, that you need him in your life. And oh my golly, do you need him in your business? Why do you think, through all the adversity that I've been through, I still am able to, and I mean adversity with our daughter Susan, millions of dollars in hospital bills, debt here, debt there, not sleeping for three years, not divorced, you know, 90% of these End up in divorce. When I say these, I mean NICU babies born at 24 weeks, in the hospital for 221 days, trying to raise three other kids. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And by the way, just kind of a side note, I hope you enjoy a real podcast and not some bullcrap motivational speaker that's just going to quote some positivity meme to you. I mean, this is real life, guys. This is real life. I mean, I've, I've been at this entrepreneurial game for 15 years, and when I accepted Christ into my heart, I never worried again. It's not that I didn't have a sleepless night. I'm a human being, but I never sat there and was like, geez, does God know how to fix my finances? Does God know how to heal my daughter? A hole in her heart. My daughter had a hole in her heart. You know what happened? She was going to have open heart surgery on top of the trach, on top of the ventilator, on top of ev- the brain bleeds. She had several brain bleeds. You know what happened? The hole in her heart. Closed, It closed. It just closed up. And we went in on a Saturday morning. I'll never forget. They said, well, have you guys been praying? Like, oh, my, we've been praying. Oh, boy. They go, well, uh, it's working because her hole in the heart closed. She doesn't need open heart surgery. Like, what are you talking about? And I thought like I like one of those things, huh? like Scooby-Doo. Huh? Yep, hole in the heart closed. Hey, you can chalk it up to science. You know, it closes. This happens 25% of the time. They told us, I'm chalking it up to another miracle. From the Lord Almighty above. So when people ask me, like that gentleman had a great question because he wanted to give praise to God in his podcast, but he didn't want to come across as too preachy. And I said, hey, that's totally up to you. I'm not here to tell you how or, but that whole hypocrite thing where if you're going to, Judge other people, and I've gotten feedback on this podcast, Sam, you said a bad word. Yeah, okay, get over it, move on, please. I mean, are you serious? I've done over 5,000 podcasts. There might be a bad word in there every now and again, okay? And by the way, don't be around me when I haven't had any sleep and my kids are going whacked out, crazy in the house, or something goes wrong if you don't want to hear a bad word, all right? God knows my heart. God knows your heart, you know? My heart is to serve you with an inspirational message every day with a podcast and show you how you can live a life on purpose. That's it. It's my whole goal. And I make money, which is perfectly okay to do, by showing you how to create a unique and powerful message that you can go share with the world as well. And I've also launched 3,500-plus podcasts. All right. I'll do it all for you. Ready? Here's the link. Launchmymovement.com. Launchmymovement.com. Watch the video. Apply for the call. You and I will talk. Be ready to go. That's it. It's as simple as that. It's okay to make money too, guys. You don't got to be a broke Christian. God doesn't love you anymore if you're broke. By the way, you really can't do a lot being broke. Trust me. I've been there. I can do a lot more with money than I could without money, but I don't worship it. Remember, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the gates of heaven. Why would God mention that? Why is money mentioned more than any other reference in the Bible? Because he knew how what it would have, the impact it would have, the, the hold on our heart. Remember, this is a heart issue, a heart. What's got a hold of your heart? Money does not have a hold of my heart. It used to when I was in the corporate game because I was all about that idol, I D O L. I was all about that idol worship, the title, the C. What could I get a less C E O, C F O, C O O? I needed a C C in front of my. It gave me valid- validation. It validated my life. Like I needed that. Once I gave my life to Christ, it was over. It's done. I'm good. I'm good. I don't. I don't need anything else. I don't need to validate. Why do you think I downsized my house three years ago? What are you doing, Sam? You're moving out of your McMansion. My God. Yeah, I know. I know the status that came with that. I know the people were impressed with my Mercedes. Imagine how dopey I looked pulling into my development with a Mercedes and, a, and this huge home that we didn't need, rooms we never used, as opposed to now pulling into our 1870 farmhouse on an acre of land that we use every day. We have a bonfire pit in our backyard. We got an in-ground swimming pool. None of it living beyond our means. I'm happy. Is everything perfect? No. You know what? I'm content. Am I content because I'm wealthy? No. I'm wealthy because I'm content. You got to get to that point. If you're not at that point right now, ask God to show you how to get to that level. But man, would I ever stop mentioning my relationship with my Lord Jesus Christ just so I could have another podcast subscriber? Good God. Think of the think of the amount of crazy inside of that thought. And I'm not talking about the guy that asked a question because that's a legit question. I'm talking about people who would be fearful of giving praise to the Lord God Almighty because it might alienate a product purchaser, I'm guessing, maybe a client. Think of this, okay? Think about this. and I want to know. I don't need to know, but I, I would love to know the first image that comes to your mind when you think of a personal development guru who would never mention God, Lord Jesus Christ, for fear of uh, they might alienate somebody from another religion or an atheist. Just think about it. Hold that thought in your mind. Who's the first person that comes to your mind? You can send me a private DM. Let me know on Instagram that you even heard this podcast. Hit me up, at everyday is Saturday. You can email me, sam at everydaysaturday.com. Let me know you listen to podcast. And by the way, if you do listen to this podcast and you want me to do your entire podcast setup for you, Mention that after you fill out the application at launchmymovement.com, and I'll give you 70% off. 7-0. Seven yeah, 70, 7-0, seven all right? That's only for podcast listeners, only for podcast listeners. Uh, I got a lot on my mind. I got a lot to share, but, boy, I'll tell you, on this Sunday, I'm, I am so grateful to be alive. I'm so grateful that my family is healthy. I am so grateful that life has not been easy because it's caused me to have to rise above and gain skill sets that I never I never wanted those I certainly did not want to go through the pain of acquiring the skill set of I'm not even talking necessarily about tech. I'm talking about the skill set of forgiveness, of humility, of hard work. You know, every day is Saturday. Do you work hard? Yeah, of course I work hard. I was in the office yesterday on Saturday, but that's okay because I took Friday off. You know, on average, I might work for four hours a day, four days a week. That's about it. That's kind of like the semi-retired life. But when I work, I work. When I'm on, I'm on. When I was in the corporate game, there were times I'd sit in my office and just stare out the window like a fish in a fishbowl, you know, just like, hey, this is fun. Uh, I wasn't working. I was just daydreaming. I was just miserable. And my belt was cutting into my gut like a piece of twine across a Christmas tree. I mean, it was just no fun. I was out of shape. I'm in amazing shape, my spiritual shape, my health shape, my relationship, finances, everything. Could it be better? Always. And I'm working to get better in all areas. And when you hear me say I'm working on, yeah, humility and saying, you may see me post something out there, that doesn't sound so humble. I said I'm working on it. I said I'm working on it. See, that's the beauty about myself and when I see other people in the industry of, say, personal development. They feel so much pressure to be perfect and to say the right thing to everybody. I don't feel that pressure at all. I feel the need to acknowledge Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and then everything else I can just kind of go about, fumble, bumble, stumble. The right people will show up in my business. I'm not out there trying to attract everybody. I'm out there trying to attract the right person. You don't need to be a Christian to work with me. That's not the litmus test. However, I need to be a Christian in order to be able to work, and I think that's the big difference. So let's end it there. I hope this sermon served you. I hope it finds you having an amazing day, and I hope you have the best day ever.